to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and reveal how you can be our next guest. In this episode, we have with us an internationally recognized business breakthrough strategist, business consultant, marketing strategist, social media consultant, and speaker, Erica Leary. Erica specializes in sales and marketing for small business owners. Her overall goal is to help serious business owners generate more clients, close more sales, and increase their overall revenue and profits quickly and without spending more on advertising. Erica, with the help of her team, founded the world's first e-learning marketing system, which is currently being used by more than 5,000 small business clients in 50 countries around the world to grow their business to multi-million dollar status. Erica is the author of her book, 45 in 45, where she explains how she can find 45K in any business in 45 minutes. Hi, Erica. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so excited excited about this, Divine. Me, me too, me too. Okay, so tell me, first of all, um, we were just chatting about how you live in Panama City, Panama, and I'm like, I don't know anyone who lives there. (laughs) And it's amazing. And that you travel, you know, back uh, to the States in Atlanta and isn't entrepreneurship just awesome when you're on your own stuff? Amazing, <laughs> you amazing, amazing, amazing. Yes. I love it. So tell us a little bit more about your business and what you do for your clients. All right. So um, I started off online in 2007, a uh, digital marketing agency, and just fell in love. I, I loved marketing before that. You know, I'm big on why McDonald's, you know, is just the best ever. I love, love, love. Big Mac. And so I just think it's so cool, you know, the whole idea of why we crave McDonald's when I guess intellectually we know it's probably not, you know, technically the best hamburger. That kind of thing I just find to be so cool. So marketing was was definitely something that interests me. And I started back in 2007 and then just sort of merged into consulting over the years, mm. just clients asking questions and stuff like that. And um, I guess persona- personality wise, it just was just a good fit. So I basically go into clients, if I'm working with established businesses, I go in and see what they have going on. I do a profit audit on their business, which is just a quick 45 minute um, audit. Or if we're gonna work together, I will do a four hour profit diagnostic and really go through every part of their business, see what they have going on and maybe find those hidden gaps or those little spaces where there's money to be made or they're leaving it on the table. Hmm. What do you find? Yeah. What are some of the maybe common threads that you may find during those audits that people are just like missing? So um, I would say one of the biggest ones is focus. (laughs) We probably all have this issue. So I'm not going to say I'm like the queen of doing it, but I am the queen of telling you about it. (laughs) Um, I would say focus a lot of businesses and I work with a lot of um, local businesses like chiropractors or people who own their own practices and a lot of times they will do 
things like run ads that go to their website instead mm -hmm. of to a landing page, which might be marketing speak if you're not into marketing, but yeah. just to a page that's specific to exactly who they're talking about and what they're talking about. And there's just some tried and true, tried and true old school rules that, <laughs> you know, maybe the new marketers didn't study marketing or, yeah. or don't know about. And so they, they get all into the tactics and the fun and the excitement of it. But I kind of geek out on the old school too. And a lot of that is, you know, the exact same now as it was then. And one of those is just, you know, focus on one thing at a time. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing all of the other things. You absolutely should. But if you are sending someone to a page, it needs to be somebody in particular. And that page needs to speak exactly to those people. Like we yeah. say, get in their head. Is that dog so loud? Sorry. Oh, to, okay. to like get in their head, right? You really want to be involved or like not involved, but you want to, you want to speak directly to them so that they are like, oh my God, she's so talking to me. Right. And you want them to understand that. So a lot of the smaller businesses really don't, they don't have marketing departments. They don't right. have, you know, people that do that. So they might be either just hiring like a one-off person that doesn't, that does a lot of the work, but maybe not the strategy, mm -hmm. or they have their admins working on it that, you know, don't know the strategy, yep. that type of thing. So that's one of the biggest things I find is that they um, are not using landing pages or using that specific page, getting them to where they want to get. Yeah, to. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love that. It's, it's so funny of when when I talk with people, they want to do all the things and, and sign up for this. And we were chatting a little bit about that of like, if it's, you know, email list and blog and social media, and I'm on all the social media, and should I add TikTok? Should I not do TikTok? Should I, you know, all of these things. And sometimes it is absolutely going back to the basics. And let's just talk about like who, what you're saying and who you're saying it to. <laughs> and and like, it's funny because businesses who have been in business, you know, 10, 15 years, they're like, what, you know, are you yeah. crazy? But then the minute we start asking questions and they start answering, they realize they have no idea. Yeah. They don't know the answers to my questions. And, yeah. and they're like, oh my God, you know, how have I been doing this? Or why, <laughs> why, you know, why have I, no, but it, it, it does, it gets kind of, weird but if you think about it like a lot of businesses when they first start off they're like excited and everything's new and, and they like write down their vision and their mission you know that type of thing that right. you do when you first start a business yeah and then 10 years later they have never looked at it again mm -hmm. so they don't know what it is and it's probably evolved you know hopefully it's probably yeah. changed over the years it's evolved you know if you're the same person today that you were a year ago you've got something wrong probably yeah. right yeah definitely and and who you're servicing like things have changed 10 years, things have changed so much and how people are serviced. I remember um, working in healthcare and such, and just really working to see how online health and telehealth like really was yes. growing. And it's like, you know, people need to be able to talk to their doctors via phone, via, you know, Skype, via Zoom, or, you know, as those things transition and how important it is to start to implement those things into into your business, right? And so just how things evolve over time. And you're so right about going back to your your mission, vision, values, your key pillars, who's your client persona, right? We do all of that work and sometimes- And the reason that that is so important and you kind of touched on this right there is that the, if they don't know, like what I would say, I call it the market dominating position, but if they don't know what makes them different or what makes them yep. stand out, if they don't know it, how on earth are 
yeah. the client's going to know it or anybody else, you know, if they have employees, if they have somebody answering the phone, do they know what it is? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So we touch on that. I would say the two of those are probably the biggest, biggest, but you know, I, I marketing dominating position is probably the first and then mm -hmm. it moves into the other one. Cause yeah. obviously you don't want to do your messaging if you don't know the first. Yeah, absolutely. I always tell my clients like, why you like, why do people, and it sounds a little harsh, but, but people get offended, but they can't answer it. But it's true. You know, we, we tend to work with a lot of coaches and unfortunately for them, it's a saturated market. There's probably multiple coaches listening to this right now. So I don't want to say that you don't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter. You have like beautiful secret sauce that the world needs to hear. And so explaining that and choosing like why you and the slew of other, you know, um, professional coaches or business coaches or mindset or spiritual coaches, you know, like there's so many. And unfortunately there's so many within that group. So <laughs> why you, that's kind of how I, and it's always like a pause. And they're like, what did this lady just say to me? And I'm like, but why you? And similar, you know, like we're both, you and I are both working in the marketing space and kind of hitting it in our own secret sauce. Right. But I'm just another wonderfully talented <laughs> uh, marketing specialist, you know, an operations specialist in a giant pool of others. Right. And so it is finding like, what is your unique selling? Yeah, like secret sauce, like you mm -hmm. said, is, is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And to and not discourage people, yeah, there, are, there are bazillions, bazillions. I heard um, Grant Cardone, I'm sure you know who that is, Grant Yeah, Cardone. yeah, yeah. I was listening to something that he was saying today and he was quoting like the amount of businesses there are in the United States. I, I wrote it down, but I don't yeah. know what it was. I can't remember. But anyway, it was a lot. It was it's like, a lot. if you could get like one bazillionth of a percentage of it, you'd still be fine. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. And it's so it's it's knowing that number, right? It's knowing, you know, what, how many you need, how many you need, right? So whatever your number is, I think, you know, for, for our goal, for my business and our signature package, I'm looking at 15 for the year. That's it. Just just 15, right? And so, but other numbers may be, you know, if it's selling a course or something, right? You'd want your number to be different. And so it's, yeah, deciding of, of in my mastermind or in my whatever service program, like really knowing that number and, and leaning into that and being confident that it's going to happen. I love that because you talked yeah. about that before we um, went live is that one of the things that you really do well is the, the numbers and the, um, yeah the analytics and stuff. And that's another thing is that a lot of people have zero idea, idea of their numbers. Yeah. And they, they don't know their goals. They don't right. know where they want to go. And it's like, you know, if you don't know where you want to go, it's really difficult to get there. Yes. But if you can even, you know, I would say guess, you know, but if you can even like make up a number like somewhere out there that seems, you know, I just mentioned Grant Cardone. So if you can yeah. do a 10 X kind of number and, and have that in mind and then work yourself back, you right. know, then, then what you do, like with those, you know, analyzing those numbers and seeing if you're on track or not and what yeah. do you need to do to get there. It's exactly. so important. Yeah. And it just, it just makes it into way smaller pieces. It's understanding. Um, I had someone tell me, um, you know, your strategy should be, I think they said like your strategy should be like a puzzle. Like, you know, the big picture, but all I want to do is sit and focus of like, where does this one piece 
go. And so building one piece at a time feels less stressful <laughs> than like instantly knowing that I need 25 people in my mastermind and that's going to make me 100K. Like, let's back up and let's see what does it look like? How many, I don't know, followers do you need that you know turns into leads for that person, right? Or how many webinar attendees, free webinar attendees do you need to make that turns into this number and conversion numbers and all that stuff, which may sound exhausting to some people listening to this. And that's when you know it's time to outsource and find someone else to do it for you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Or somebody can do this, somebody can do that. Exactly. Right. But but I agree with you. And sometimes focusing on like maybe the day-to-day, like the actual process instead of the outcome is amazing because then you're like, okay, if I made my 10 calls today, then that's all I need to do. You know, maybe you're gung-ho and you make a couple more, or maybe you have a bazillion things on your plate and you just make those 10. But you know you're on track if you know those numbers. Okay, for every 10 calls that I make, then blah, 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 blah. You know, that goes down that rabbit hole. But right working on just 10 calls and then you don't get caught up in, in worrying about, you know, how that particular call went. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So one thing that you, you know, really um, kind of specialize in is sales. And I would say like, I'm at, for my business, that's something definitely for this year that we're, we're really working on and not necessarily like sales, but a little bit more lead management and, and, um, or, lead generation, I'm sorry, and in other ways. So how do you kind of approach that with your, with your clients? Like sales is such like an uh, umbrella term for so many things. And- so I'm <laughs> such the marketing geek that yeah. I approach everything from the marketing side. And yeah. I kind of believe that like for me and maybe a lot of other people that, you know, weren't raised like, you know, you, you hear those people that talk that sold knives, you know, on the street door to door, you know, that kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Not, not me. Yeah. So most of us are very uncomfortable with sales and very, mm. um, you know, we don't want to knock on doors and, yeah. and pick up the phone and do those cold calls. So I kind of approach everything from a marketing standpoint, like um, that, that would make me more comfortable. And it doesn't necessarily mean that every single business should do it like this because, yeah. you know, it depends on the person and the business and that kind of thing. But I do believe that a lot of the, you know, quote unquote sales can be done way before you ever have that phone call. Yes, so, absolutely. So I like setting up kind of an entire system, you know, like, where you bring people into your world is just, you know, one very minor piece of Mm -hmm. the puzzle that we were talking about. And then, you know, then, you know, getting them on the retargeting or whatever so that they they're seeing you all the time and everywhere, depending on how well you do your ads or on how well you do maybe uh, video, you know, video retargeting that type of stuff. So I'm big on that whole, what happens after the lead side of it, because I think that's where most people drop off, but that's also where you can build up the whole, you know, cheesy, no like and trust in marketing, but that's where you can build up that whole no like and trust so that before, like for, you said you work with a lot of coaches and consultants before you ever even get on the call with one of your coaches or with, with yeah. one of your potential clients, they're already sold. They already want to work with you and they know they're going to end up having to pay you. That's, yep. You know, none of those are, are like big issues. So, yeah, no, absolutely. We think I always say, like, how can we make money while you're sleeping? Like, how can we make money or how can your business work for you 
while you're on vacation. And so thinking of all of those areas that are constantly working for you without you being on the phone selling yourself. Um, so how can your your website be working for you? The landing pages you're mentioning, right? These retargeting ads, and then that goes to landing page that has a video and has more information. And then and then do we also share, you know, your services on there and the cost for that? Is that also saving you time when you actually put the prices? And there's, you know, like a lot of strategies and for doing that or not, but you know, yeah, really that funnel, that. you know, yeah, funnel exactly. is the buzzword, but that yeah, funnel right, might right. look different for everybody. And and depending on, you know, again, knowing where you want to go and how you yeah. want to get there, that funnel is going to be different for everybody. But the more involvement you can get in that whole process, mm -hmm. the closer you're getting them to that sale before you ever have to do the heavy lifting. And the more you're qualifying people too. Yeah. You know, that's one of the biggest issues with like coaches and consultants. That's one of their biggest issues is, you know, getting a lot of people who are not qualified, yep. whether that is, you know, they're not the people that they're targeting or they're, they can't pay for their services yep. or, you know, that qualifying them, you know, throughout that whole time before they ever get to you. Yeah. It's just, you know, awesome. Yeah. I, I, for, for a while in starting my business, like I never showed um, my prices or anything like shoulder services and whatever, not even like a starting app kind of number, um, of just like, you know, hearing all of these things about, you know, don't show that it'll scare people off. And, and then I, um, had someone that was like, but don't you want to scare the wrong people off? Like not scare, <laughs> but kinda, <Right>? but kinda. <laughs> yeah. This and is that, what it is. Let's yeah. Go. And that made a huge shift. So people that I'm talking to know exactly where our starting is at. And that saves everyone time because, you know, some of these discovery calls or strategy calls or however you set up, you know, those are those first initial um, touch points. I already know that this person and in kind of the questionnaire that I, that I have the mask, I already know certain things about them before I even get on the call, which just makes it way easier. And conversion was way better once that they already knew what the cost was. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. So all of those steps, the questionnaire, like you just mentioned, exactly. that's part of it. Yep. You know, all of those steps that you can take before you get there. And, you know, if you do, you know, I know you do a lot of social media. So if you're doing all of that ahead of time, they, they already know, you know, like who you are. They know that, that they want to work with somebody like you. Right. They know your personality. They know what, you know, you believe in or what you stand for or which direction you kind of go or whatever it is that you want exactly. them to know. So they know all that because you've been doing a good job telling them all that. And so I, I do think that a big part of sales, you know, is just letting them know whatever it is that you want them to know ahead of time. Yeah. And I think also sometimes it doesn't have to be um, so serious. I think when I started having a little bit more fun in my marketing and, and how I connect with people that also saved time as well. So like one of the questions I have on, on kind of like the discovery, <clears throat> discovery call, um, form that I have on my website is like, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And it's such like a silly question, but it lets me know, like, are you a fun person? Like what kind of answer would they, you know, come up with? Would it be something innovative or would it be just, 
you know, flying into the sky, which is awesome. Or, you know, I've had other people who are like, I would love to be able to just walk in a room, snap my fingers and it's clean. And I'm like, yeah, I want that too. You know, so it lets me know. Like, <laughs> we have to choose. Yeah. I can think of like 10. I know, right. So it just lets me know, like, this person is fun. Like they, you know, don't take things so seriously. And so when you know your, your client persona and like who you're selling to and who you're niching down to, right? Like that for me to um, work with someone, it's important that we vibe you know, and that we, you know, cause we're doing really intense stuff. Um, a 100% so having, fun, having fun with it too. If it, if it, wherever that feels comfortable, like it just doesn't have to be so stuffy. Exactly. <laughs> and that. so I love what you're saying. Let me just tell you mine real quick. This yes, mine please. is so geeky and it's not even like a superpower of the other world. Yeah. Some people actually have this, but, um, photo photographic memory, yeah. To me, that would be like the cool. I mean, imagine how many books you could read and just that know all cool. that knowledge. And yeah, I, I mean, some people have that. Like that's a real they do. thing that people have. I think they do. Cool. Yeah, and um, I feel like it'd be dangerous for me to have that because I'm an Aries, and so I'll remember. I'll remember all the things, even like outside of work reasons. I'll be like, I remember what you said on November twelfth at. Blah, oh blah, Lord. Blah. <laughs> Yeah, that could get bad. That's not what you said on October 21st, blah, blah, blah. blah. (laughs) Maybe not like a good, you know, you know, everything comes with uh, uh, responsibilities and consequences and challenges for all superpowers, right? (laughs) But that would be a good one. Yeah, because you could learn so much and retain so much and... Especially or the being invisible, things. so you Ooh. can like listen to what people say about you when you're not there. That would yeah, be like, being total, nosy. I love like a superpower for marketers. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, I wonder. Um, yeah, any superpower that makes me like a little bit nosy, I, you know, great. Yeah, I'm here being for- invisible. You can listen to people <laughs> be- like without them knowing you're there. That'd be so fun. <laughs> It would be awesome. Again, that could probably get you in trouble too. You'd hear stuff that you probably didn't want to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's very true, right? And then you can't tell anyone. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a mess. So when when um you're working with with uh some of your clients over the last couple of years, like what is a big shift that you've seen or that you've tried to encourage like clients to really partake in, you know, so anything that you've seen shift in the last five, 10 years that you're like, y'all need to get on this. Cause this is, this is the future of marketing well, or sales or well, if we're going to go back as far as five or 10 years. Wow. I know there's shift. so many things. Okay. Let's, let's do like let's digital do like- is one, you know, yeah. there are still a lot. Okay. So I told you already that I work with chiropractors or yeah. a lot of like, um, practice owner type people. And that is um, a big one with them is that they don't do a lot of digital. So they will, they will systematize within like the office kind of Mm. stuff. Yeah. But they, they don't get into the whole rest of it. And I, it's such an easy way for them to, um, like we were talking about before, to, mm-hmm. to do that know, like, and trust, to get themselves out to their audience, their community, the whoever, you know, the more people that they can get interacting with them, you know, the cheaper everything else is for starters, yeah, but the, the more people that they're going to have calling them. And also if they can get, you know, we were talking about earlier, if they're very 
um, targeted on who they want and what they want to do with those people, for lack of a better word, <laughs> if they're doing that in their marketing, you know, it's a lot easier for those people to know, how, oh my God, so talking to me. And yeah. so getting those people, whereas, you know, old school marketing is, you know, billboards. I mean, come on. Sure. Um, I, yes. I, I do think, um, I do think like postcards and stuff like that, direct yeah. marketing yeah. is still very viable, especially for a business that does local kind of business. I still totally. think that's still kind of viable. Yep. But with that said, are they, what are they doing with that? Are they using it the way that they need to be using it? Are they sending them to, you know, a site or a phone number or something that gets them, you know, are they using call to actions and getting yes. them on some sort of a funnel? Yeah. Because funnels were around, you know, back in the day, but <laughs> not, not digital type funnels. And yes. it, it just saves, you know, systematizing again, right. it just saves so much time, energy. And even if you have several different clients, if you are not, um, targeting, uh, what's it called in email, uh, segregating. If you're not segregating like your list, like an email marketing, you can do that with your funnels too. You know, have different funnels for different yep. markets or different, yep. you know, like, um, problems or like, so if you're a chiropractor, you know, maybe you're working on, you know, some people, athletes or whatever, they right. might have different problems than somebody else. I was speaking to somebody the other day who focused in on, um, like cancer patients apparently have mm. to have chiropractors need to do different things if you've had cancer before. Mm. So that is really niche, right? Yeah, I mean, right. Who would know? I wouldn't know, but yeah. that's very niche. And if you have cancer and you hear a chiropractor saying, I work with people who have cancer and I use different tools and I do different techniques, whatever it is, right. then those people are like, I'm going to him. Yeah, and that's, absolutely the way to really make yourself stand out, you know, and have you ever read the book blue ocean? It talks about, uh, or Seth Godin, um, the purple cow. So they're both about how you stand out from everybody else. Just to explain real quick, if you haven't yeah. read them, but it's, it's yeah. basically how to make yourself stand out from like everybody else. And the blue ocean is kind of gory, but when sharks are biting and there's blood everywhere, it's like murky waters and, you know, a lot of stuff. A blue ocean is where you're kind of sitting by yourself. And mm -hmm. so like what we were talking about earlier is getting that, um, you know, why you, what did you say? Why you? So yeah. if you know, if you know, like why you and let people know that tells people you know, that you're different because of who you are and what you do or who you serve or whatever it is that yeah. makes you different. And that's having that blue ocean and just being like out there by yourself. Yeah. Which right. And, and being, being comfortable with that, you know, the, the why you doesn't have to be, you know, as aggressive as I say it sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but why you is like, yeah, man, like, hell yeah. Why me? I'll tell you why me, you know, I exactly. do this, this and this, and I'm great at it. And I help people do X, Y, and Z and your I statements or whatever it is, you know, and that's what I do. And you're welcome. <laughs> and like leaning into that energy. That's like, you know, so then when people do find you, you know, it's, it's, you're like, no one's unclear 
you know, of what they're going to get or who, you know, who they're getting it from, you know. Um, I love that you just said leaning into it. Yeah. Because that's another thing, you know, that is something that makes people like you or be repelled by you is leaning into who you are. Like I am so loud. I mean, that's just who I am. I'm a loud person. I'm hyper. I speak very fast. And I have had plenty of people tell me you need to speak slower. You need to calm down. You know, you need to speak more like on a serious note, you're a professional. And my thing is, you know what? I really don't want to do that. It makes me uncomfortable. And then Mm -hmm. I start speaking kind of like weird because it's not my normal self. (laughs) And And then it makes me not me. And then I'm like, well, I don't really want to work with somebody that I have to pretend that I'm somebody else around anyway. Right, right. That hyper crazy person is who you want in your corner. And if it's not, find that one, that serious person, you know? Yep. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And, and it's, it's interesting too, when it, when you do work with those people, because I I think maybe you and I are definitely similar in this case of like, I'm going to tell you how it is in a beautiful, wonderful package. And I'm going to meet you where you are at. And I can't give the same energy to all people. Um, But my baseline energy is I'm going to be honest with you because I don't want you wasting time, energy, and money because life is too short. So let's figure out like what is important, what's needed. And I'll tell you, if I, I, you know, I don't think we, we should be focusing on that, but when it comes, you know, at the end of the day, you're the business owner and it's your time, energy, and money, and we'll do whatever we need to do. Um, but I'm also not here to, I don't know, fluff. Tell you. <laughs> well, fluff, yeah, yeah. 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 Or just, you know, keep it, um, too sugary to where then you're just lost and, and nervous and scared and set in this giant digital space. Um, and you've done things that like you maybe didn't need to or don't need to do yet, right? And so it's like, that's a great idea. Let's hold off for a second. Let's finish out this thing first. You know, that's really going to lead to whatever goals we've decided. And then let's add that in, you know, but, right. you know, and being at a place to protect them <clears throat> and their time. Um, I Reel talking, them in a little. Yeah, I was talking to a client who was like, so I'm going to write a book. Like my goals for this year is I'm going to write, she said, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to um, uh, put out four courses a quarter. I'm going to four a quarter, four, a quarter, four courses a quarter. Um, and then, and then like some challenges and webinars and stuff that happen along with that. Right. So it's never just like just the course. There's a bunch of other things as well. Yeah, the lead up and all of that, you know, and, um, and there was like two or three other things. And I, was, <laughs> I, I just like took a pause and I was like, no, I don't think <laughs> point blank. <laughs> We've been working together for a little bit, so I could be a little bit more honest, but I was like, no, um, I don't think that's a good idea to do all the things right now. Um, I love the idea of us doing courses, but let's drop it maybe to one and then, <laughs> and then two, like, let's, let's do a slow rollout. Love the idea of you writing a book, but right now there's no time for you to do that. So how can we carve out specific time for you to focus on that? Because I love that for you. So that means that we have to adjust other things to get you more time to write this book, right? Um, and and then and then how do you market all of those things? And that's also that's so funny. I was talking to somebody today, <laughs> and they they um, they had 
basically three businesses mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, and I just, and the one that they really wanted to work on, they didn't have time for. Yeah. And they're like, I just, I don't know how to do it, you know, and I feel like nobody knows what I do. And, like, <laughs> and you know, without laughing and you're right. No. Right. And, I, yeah. and I was like, it's cause you can't, it's you know, you can't, yeah. you're only one person, you know, you only have exactly. one LinkedIn profile. Right. So what is that link? You know, that's the way I like to look yeah. at it. What is your LinkedIn profile going to say? Yeah. Because that that's it. You only have one. You can't mm-hmm. write all three things on there because, you know, nobody will know what what you do or who you are. Yeah. You'll be speaking to one person. So right. what one thing are you going to put on there? I said, does it mean you can't, you know, work on those other things if you find the time? Right. You you can, but you need to have one focus and that's right. it. Right. Or otherwise we... you're getting nothing done. And that's where she was. She was getting zero done yeah. towards yeah. the one thing that she wanted to be doing. Yeah. Right. Or finding a way to, to take bits of all of it, if it makes sense and put it in together into one new something. Like, is that a possibility? Sometimes right, it's not. Sometimes it's yeah. like, they're so opposite and it's like, yeah, sis, we can't do all of them. So and <laughs> she, she looked at me like I was crazy. And then she's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope um, anyone listening is encouraged by <laughs> us telling you, you can't do things. Um, what we're saying <laughs> is you can't do it all, all at the same focus, time. Focus, focus. Yeah. And still like survive, man. It's just, it's hard enough. All of it's hard enough. Owning your own business, being an entrepreneur, working from home, it's winter, like all of it is enough. So like, it doesn't have to be this hard. So stop making it so hard on yourself and focus. Yeah. I agree. And it's funny because right now um, I talk a lot about being omnipresent and being Mm -hmm. everywhere. And then I also, you know, talk about focusing a lot. And so people are like, what, what? And I'm like, no, you have to focus. Like you were talking about your signature product or something, your signature, signature course, you know, focus that signature course, you know, have focus on your, you know, where the direction you're heading Mm -hmm. and then how you're going to get it out there. You might be able to hire a company to help you get it out there. If you need to go to more than one place or be in in more than one place at a time, yeah, you know, that kind of thing, you can do that. But not if you're focusing on three different things, right? At, what are you going to do? Hire three different companies to go three different direct, you know, you can't do that. You can't so do. you can totally outsource, you know, helping you be a little bit more omnipresent, mm-hmm. but only if you still have that one focus. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I couldn't agree more. So when you're doing, um, you know, some of, you know, all of the work and all the things that are happening in your life, like how do you like check back in and recharge? You know, when we're talking about like all of our clients and sometimes the, the good and difficult conversations that we have sometimes, like how do you find time to like recharge and recenter, you know? Myself? Yeah. Oh, I am, um, I am huge on morning routines and Mm. evening routines. Yeah. And I think that, that if you can do like a really nice morning routine that sets up your entire day, you also recharge every single morning and you start off on the right foot for the day. You know, I think people get a little nutty in what they want to do. So maybe, you know, don't all of a sudden, if you haven't been working out, decide that you have to work out for an hour a day, Mm. you know, don't do nutty things, but, you know, maybe say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, 
I don't know, walk in front of my TV for five minutes a day <laughs> right. or, or something, you know, right. small. But I'm very big on morning routines. I think for me personally, that just sets me up big time. And the more organized I am, the longer those morning routines are. Mm. Because for me, it I I am so much more productive for the rest of the day if the longer my morning routine is. Yeah. So I'm a big, I get up early person and get as much in there as I like to get in there. Um, I like to read in the mornings. I like to um, do, um, I'm, I'm big into self-development. So mm. I read, you know, they say 10 pages a day. I read my 10 pages a day. You yeah. Know, I, but, uh, you know, because I am crazy entrepreneur and my mind goes in 17 different places <laughs> at once. So I'll, I will read, you know, maybe one or two books at a time. And right. I will also listen to a few at a time. So that. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, depending on, you know, I will definitely read like actual pages, 10 a day. But then I'll throw in um, some listening as well because yeah. I'm, just, I'm really into that. Yeah, same. Um, doing different things. So maybe I'll exercise and listen or while I'm blow drying my hair, I like to, you know, multitask. So while I'm blow drying my hair, I might do squats and listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just see you done. like round brush roll and doing squats and squatting and squatting. Yep. Yeah. With, with my, with my headphones in. Yep. And everybody's, you know, after you shower and you're all clean, why are you doing squats? I'm like, ah, you know, I live in like 90 degree weather. It's never cool anyway. <laughs> you're like, this is just normal. This is, right. yeah. this is my baseline. Every day. Right. I sh I'll, I'll shower again later. Um, but anyway, so yeah. just, that's crazy. So oh. just stuff like that, I think. And then during the day, I, I give myself grace. I think one of the best things about being, you know, an entrepreneur and having command over our own times is, you know, I, some days I'll work 16, 20 hours a day and get so excited about it and get into it. And then other days I might, you know, sit down on the couch and watch yep. Netflix for two hours in a row. Yes. You know, uh, sometimes you just need it. And yep. I think listening to yourself and your body and, you know, if you're trying to, um, do something and you, you notice that you're doing it over and over and over, or you're yeah. like, what was I doing? What was I doing? What was I doing? And you can't focus, get up, walk away. Yeah. Know, like get, getting into flow. If you could do, you know, three or four hours of serious flow a day, you would, you know, outperform everybody, you know, times 10. I mean, if you yeah. ever study like what CEOs do, that is exactly what they do is that, they just get really focused in on exactly what they want to do. Like yep. we were talking about earlier, you know, if you know that those 10 calls a day are going to get you there, mm -hmm. that may only take you 30 minutes. You've accomplished right. everything you need to accomplish for that day. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and using so many like productivity hacks, like the Pomodoro method of just like, you know, 45, 15, you know, and if that's what you need to, like, if you have terrible ADHD, like I do, like creating these chunks and then being able to like move and come back. So I'm not doing exactly like you're saying, like, wait, what was I doing? And like circling and spiraling. And all of a sudden I'm doing part laundry and a few dishes. And then I had a drink and I don't know where that drink went. Oh, I need to do this call. And then I need to, you know, like being able to shut everything down, like Focus What's funny about that is like <laughs> some people use the word um, business owners and entrepreneurs like as synonyms, yeah. whereas I don't. I, I think a business owner is somebody more like the people I work with, like a, sure. um, like a practice owner that they do the same thing, you know, 
almost their whole lives or whatever. Yeah. Whereas entrepreneurs are somebody like you and I who have a million and one ideas. We could yeah. be doing a thousand things at once if, if you know, if we could, we would. Yeah. You know, obviously yeah. we know we can't, but, and I, and I, I hear, I'm like stuttering. I'm getting so excited about this. I hear a lot of people say like, you know, to control that ADHD. And I do wonder like if that is, you know, literally like every entrepreneur has it, mm. I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I secretly think every single entrepreneur, it's just part of who we are and it's what makes us creative and it's what makes us entrepreneurs, Yeah, you know, being that a little bit riskier than the average person, all of that is built into who we are. So again, with the lean into it, you know, lean into it, figure yeah. out how to work well with it. Yep. Yeah. You know? You're totally right on this. I saw something recently and I keep trying to find it. So now that I like say it out loud and you know, our phones are listening to us, it'll probably show up somewhere and like social media. I don't know, but I've read this like one thing that was saying um, like different types of like working times. And so like, if you're a, it, it was like tied to an animal. Like if you're a camel, your prime times are between like six and 12. So do your hard stuff between six and 12 and then your easier things, you know, between like one and three. And it had like all of these different times. And I thought that was so awesome because I, I realized that I'm, whatever the animal is, let's say it's an elephant. Like my prime times were between like 10 and four, you know? So like, so releasing my from myself that I needed to get up early and start working at 8 a.m. and expecting like my best work at that time is like not a thing. So doing more help. longer morning routines where I'm just like taking my time and then I'm cra I'm cracking away at 10. And then when that's, four hits, I'm like, all right, I'm over it. <laughs> that's awesome. And you know, that's yeah. so funny that you said that because sometimes I'm super hyper when I wake up in the morning and yeah. my head will so the morning routine calms me down, but you know what I end up doing sometimes is I split it up. I'll do yeah. part of it and then I will sit down and work for a couple of hours and then I will get up and shower and get ready and do yep. like the rest of actually, you know, before I, you know, get to work or whatever. Um, I will do that because my create creative side is flowing yes. and, you know, like if I want to write, I write in the morning. I cannot yeah. write at four in the afternoon, yeah. or even two in the afternoon, you know, like, so I agree with you knowing, you know, okay, if, if I have to do um, calls, I know I need to do them early because otherwise I'll procrastinate them until yeah. I, I don't get them done. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing is knowing yourself is huge and figuring out, you know, those pockets of yes. time. I mean, 10 to four is huge, but. Oh, I it's not. Let me be clear. It's not always 10 to, you know, I take a, <laughs> I try and take a lunch, which that lunch ends up being maybe Netflix. Maybe it is a lunch. Maybe it's walking the dogs, you know, so it's definitely not a consistent time, but also it's like, I don't take calls before or after if possible. Cause I'm just useless. You know, I'm not. And knowing that is amazing. Yeah. yeah I don't make appointments at night because yeah, exactly. I notice I start like, you know, like not listening to people. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um, excuse me, it is wine o'clock and uh, I need to get off this call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So. Well, it's been so great chatting with you, Erica. If people are like, please help me find 45K in my business in 45 minutes or needing, you know, other assistance, like where can they find you? 
So my favorite playground is LinkedIn. So mm -hmm. you can get me on there all the time. Um, you can go to my website, Erica Leary with a C E R I C A, or um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so great chatting with you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Have an amazing day. <laughs> to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Book, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.